Kevin. All right, a little fog out there, and uh, pink sky in the morning is a sailor's warning, don't you know? It's, uh, what, uh, 8 degrees, 10 degrees, somewhere in there as you get rolling. 20 for a high today. Mix of sun and cloud. Uh, maybe some rain shower activity tomorrow. Mainly cloudy. The odd sunny break. High of 20. Rain Saturday and 19. Uh, rain Sunday and 16. Oh, sunshine Monday. Well, that's good for K97's Fairways to Heaven at Westlock. Well, we got that going for us. Yeah, 780-437-9220 to get in for the golf at Westlock on Monday. There's still spaces available. It's been the nicest. It's looking like the nicest day since February, so you're going to want to get out there. Pretty much. You're not exaggerating even an an inch. Uh, The uh, one thing about the rainy weather is uh, if you decide not to venture outside, then you can always binge watch The Stranger Things, which is available now on Netflix. Is this something that uh, you're you're a millennial, Pete? Is this something I should be paying attention to? It's the third season, Stranger Things. Sorry, I'm a little triggered here from uh, you identifying me as a millennial. No, you know, I I, I got up to about season one and a bit there, Mm -hmm. and then I was kind of... All right. Remember Todd James and was talking about it on yeah, the movies? He said that it was good for uh, the first bit, and, and then, then yeah, he lost it, interest. It careens off a cliff a little bit. But some people love it, so hey, to each to own, right? When a, when a young boy vanishes, a small town uncovers a mystery involving secret experiments, terrifying supernatural forces, and one strange little girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, give it a go if you want something to watch. Well, it's a. It's a big thing. It's trending on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Yeah, on the Twitter, it's trending right there. On the Twitter. Twitter became popular yesterday for the first Jesus. Well, it's because uh, Facebook, Instagram, oh, yeah. and uh, WhatsApp were all down. I logged onto MySpace. Was like, what's up, Tom? <laughs> So there's big doings with Kawhi Leonard. He's number two. We can take number two. Or it's season three of Stranger Things. We could take number three. What uh, Do you have a number in mind for our Lotto Max uh, for our group buying agreement? We could combine those two and do 23 as well, which was Michael Jordan, who's a pretty damn cool guy. Okay. And he liked to gamble. 23 it is. Right? Okay. You see how we get there? So, yeah. Hey, oh, I'm, I, I connected the dots with, with little pieces of thread. It was perfect. Very clever. Very creative. <laughs> so there, we start to start the day off with number 23. We're looking for new people to join us for the group buying agreement. We make it all official. What do you buy if, uh, what are we doing, splitting 20 million this week? Is that what it's, it is? Yeah, I saw the, uh, the billboard there last night. 20 million bones is your uh, current jackpot for tomorrow's Lotto Max. Uh, so we'll get three listeners now, three uh, listeners tomorrow. Yeah. Choose numbers for us. I'll buy the ticket. We'll uh, use those numbers to buy a Lotto Max ticket and a Western Max ticket, and then we'll bundle it and get quick picks. It's a $9 deal. It's like two and a quarter million if we uh, pop, if we if we win this. Did you already do the math? It's something like that. Two Let's and see. a quarter? I think so. Well, let me do that. 20 divided by eight, right? It might be 2.5. Five. Yeah, it's 2.5, 2.5. Yeah. Okay. Where, where are you going first if you win? What are you doing? Where are you, where are you headed in the world to celebrate? But, uh, Chernobyl? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you going to be like those kids now taking selfies at Chernobyl because of the show? Yeah. yeah. I'll be able to take selfies of myself with two heads growing out of my shoulders. <laughs> it's Chernobyl after all. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll do a nuclear tour 
you know, Chernobyl, Three Mile Island, you know, Fukushima. Oh, nice, nice. I, yeah. I've never been to Japan except for just the uh, airport at Osaka. I hear the fruit that is adjacent to it is just phenomenal. <laughs> Look at the size of these strawberries. Why is there nine? Uh, 780-451-8097. Looking for first-timers for our group buying agreement. First-timers. Uh, if you've been on it before, then kindly hang up and let somebody else have a shot at it here. Uh, give you a chance to get in on our group buying agreement. Who knows? We could be big wieners on the Lotto Max. What's your name? Good morning. Morning. Uh, Holy. Who? Holy. Okay. Holy. Well, what's your number for the day? 14. 14. 14. He's in for 14. Hold the line, buddy. We'll All get right. your uh, your stuff. Yeah, get your vital statistics. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Uh, Reg. Hey, Reg. Hey, Reg. Uh, what number do you want for the group buying agreement here this morning? Let's go with uh, let's go with 48. 48's a good one. Have you ever won a big, uh, big, uh, you know, chunk of money on a lot of before? Back in the 80s, they used to have these books, and you could buy a, a book of five for $5, whatever the case may be, and I won $1,000. Everything ever since then has been downhill, man. But, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. But, uh, yeah, I won a grand back in 83, man. That was that was it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hold the line here. We'll, uh, we'll all get together on uh, on Friday afternoon and rub your belly for luck there, Reg. Hang on the line. Well, don't, don't, we don't, don't, hang. Don't, don't rub listeners. What? It's a $1,000 good luck charm right there, Reg. Didn't, weren't you listening? It's 2019. <laughs> you can't just rub Reg. He won it at 83. Back then, you could rub anybody. You could rub a Reg back then. Rubbing you a could. Reg now is frowned upon. Uh, hi, who's this? What's your name? Bubs. Bubs? Bubs. Bubs. Hey, Bubs. What's your number, Bob's? I would like to go with number four for Bobby Orr. Four for Bobby Orr. Right on. From Bob's. Okay. Hang on the line. Don't hang up. i got to get your uh, vital statistics and figure out who who is on. I, the first guy. And, Who's on line one? And Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Line one, I don't know what his name. Holy Polly? Uh, Jolie? Don't, cannoli? Don't, don't rub your cannoli. And no. Especially <laughs> not in the office. Classic Rock. K97. Little foggy out there in some places. You might run into that. Have your headlights on just in case. Nine degrees to start. Twenty degrees the expected high today. The odd sunny break. Otherwise, a mix of sun and clouds, lightning and thunder expected this afternoon with a chance of a thunder shower. Tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds, but mostly cloudy. High of twenty, and then rain for Saturday and Sunday. Nineteen and sixteen the expected highs. Oh, look at that! Sunshine for Monday. Man, this best this better be the most lit August ever in Alberta to well, make up for this. Hold on to your shorts there. I'll have something for you that might help you out here in just a second. Shorts. Okay. Haven't uh, seen those since twenty eighteen. The uh uh the other thing too is uh, K97's Fairways to Heaven at Westlock on Monday. The weather looks like it's going to be pretty terrific. Uh, we'll have sunshine and a high of twenty one. Uh, that's in the long-range forecast. So get on the horn, 780-437-9220. Head out to the jewel that is Westlock. I'm excited for that. Fairways to heaven. Uh, Redtail Landing Golf Club, just uh, about the uh, ask about the $10 food and beverage credit and every with every paid green fee. Pow- Sorry. 
Power cart and driving range also included. Amazing value. Redtaillanding.com. It is uh, 6.07. Those 34 miners stuck a kilometer underground just outside of Saskatoon for the better part of 24 hours. Home safe with their families this morning. No injuries, but I'm sure some nervous minutes that seemed like days for those that were trapped and their families. Oof. I guess... The service shaft stopped functioning for these maintenance workers on Tuesday afternoon. Whoa. So there's like 34 guys down there. The service shaft stops functioning. Okay. Uh, the nice thing is there's no injuries, uh, no panic set in. They had plenty of food and water, got them through the ordeal, and then they were able to take the the, the shaft up that actually brings the potash to the surface. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were a kilometer underground, so... That would be not good. Well, we all saw how it worked out for the uh, the Chilean coal miners, right? So that right. would probably set in for me if I was a miner and having watched that a little bit. Well, if you've ever had anybody in your family that's worked mines, like my uncles worked mines back in the BC interior, and uh, it's caused them long-term health effects. Oh, yeah. And the danger of knowing that you could be trapped every day that you go into work. You're going a kilometer, two kilometers into the center of the planet, Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you know. I mean, I never want to advocate for uh, automation to take people's jobs, but there's something that we could send robots down probably yeah. to do, right? Uh, it's become a psychological downer, according to the head dude at Environment Canada. He says the long-range forecast calls for summer to be hotter than average, and the Edmonton area should begin to dry out next week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A low-pressure system over northern Alberta right now called an upper trough is to blame the system's been pulling in cold air from the north and the Pacific coast. Uh, it gives you, a, you know, a little rain, a little cloud, and then a little sunshine. So we go, oh, and, you, and then the rain and cloud cycles again. It's like a roulette wheel of uh, just psychological beatdown with the weather. It's kind of like a carrot on a stick in front of you. You just keep dancing towards it, but yeah. you're never really going to get uh, that. Lisa, Calgary isn't expected to see sunshine for a full week as of right now. That's the long-range forecast for Calgary. It just clouds and rain for a week. And isn't it stampede? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a mud fest. So the nice thing is that we're starting to see uh, possibly a turnaround as we get closer to K-Days. Uh, a private plane owned by the uh, group that operates the Toronto Raptors landed Wednesday afternoon at Pearson International Airport in Toronto. This was crazy. It was like a, a, an OJ slow vehicle chase oh, yeah. watch from back in the day. This set off a fever of unconfirmed speculation as fans of the team waited for the decision of <clears throat> Kawhi Leonard. There uh, is much speculation after he spent the day in Toronto yesterday. Uh, there's speculation that Kawhi Leonard is going to sign a two-year deal with the Raptors. Nobody knows for sure. He's a super private guy, and he ain't tipping his hat for nobody it's or no thing. I mean, up until this big playoff run for the championship and stuff, I never really heard. Is he like the next big LeBron? Is it Kobe? Is he the best? He's considered one of the top three guys in the league. Yeah, like he's the next big guy. Though. He's going to pull in. If he, if he signs a two-year deal yeah. uh, with the Raptors, yeah. my guess, and I'm not you know super educated when it comes to the NBA or anything like that, but my guess is it's going to be close to $100 million. Yeah, it was 43 a year is kind of what he's, they keep throwing that number Somewhere around, there. right? $100 yep. million a year? Yeah. Hmm. But I the Clippers and the Lakers still have their hats in the ring. They want to get them. And uh, if uh, Toronto can get them back, that would be that would be something. Uh, the Brick Invitational continues at West Edmonton Mall this week. Yesterday, a bunch of 10-year-olds got the thrill of a lifetime when St. Albert's Colton Pareko, Stanley Cup champion, 
Colton Pareko took the Stanley Cup in for picks uh, and personal experiences. All the St. Louis Blues uh, members, as we saw with Craig Berube out in Callahoo as the coach, they get the, the cup for a day to take to their hometown. So uh, pretty exciting stuff for those kids here in West Edmonton Mall yesterday. And uh, FIFA. Uh, the Women's World Cup final is set. USA and Netherlands will be in that game Sunday, 9 a.m. our time. Are you going to watch it? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, that Stranger Things is on Netflix now, too, the third season. A lot of people are still into it. We heard Todd James on uh, his movie business saying that he kind of lost interest. And- it's a good show. I get it. It's interesting, but it's super sci-fi, and I'm, I'm just—it's not my kind. The of... people who dig it will dig it. Yeah, they love they're, it. They're, 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 they're all, if you got friends that are into Stranger Things, they're—they're going to be busy this weekend because they're binge watching. And what a time to binge watch with the weather we're having. Uh, you're exactly right. Have you watched Chernobyl yet? No. Well, then my various Chernobyl jokes aren't going to work. Can you please watch it? It's really good. I power washed my driveway yesterday. Really? I thought that was a little more productive than watching Chernobyl. It's nice that you gave off uh, the Oompa Loompas the day off there in District 1. You're such a good, caring guy. How long did it take you to do that? Your driveway is massive, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably going to watch the whole season of Chernobyl (laughs) in the time it took to do your driveway. Uh, I could have. Well, you live on one of those weird corner lots, so it's got like nine extra feet of driveway. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. You can park six vehicles or five and a half vehicles on my driveway. Okay. Or a Pete RV. I could live there. Uh, There's that, too. Hey, hey, thanks. You know, our uh, our pals uh, our pals over there at Landmark Cinemas have uh, given us stuff to give away here this week. It's admission for two with beverages and popcorn. And you know we're talking about the rainy weather. It's perfect. Uh, yeah, the the theaters have been chock full of people going in to catch the new flicks, and uh, it's because of the weather that's inclement, uh, inclement, and, and and unpredictable in the evenings. So why not? Hell yeah! They have out. AC. They got snacks. They got the the wickedest seats going. Yeah, and you can you can see our little fifteen second commercials. We did a couple of those before the movies start. Yeah. It's uh, it's entertaining to say the least. Were we wearing the same shirt in that one too? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Every morning now, I'm just trying to match here. Yeah, I know. It's the matchy matchy thing for the one day was uh, just uncomfortable <laughs> and should not happen again. Uh, we clear the lines, make it fair for everybody. Seven eight zero four five one eight zero nine seven is the number to call if you want to have a go at these movie passes. Thirty day rule in effect. If you've won in the last thirty days, give it a rest. Let somebody else have a chance, won't you, please? Way we're gonna do this same as we've done it yesterday and the day before. I have selected a movie clip. Terry has selected a movie clip. And you have to uh, pick who you want to guess. Right. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Hello, Jim. Yes, Jim. Which one am I going to go with, huh? That's what we ask you. Yeah. Who who do you want to pick, me or Terry? Uh, I'll take your little brother, Terry. All right. All right, buddy. Here comes the movie clip. What movie is this? (laughs) This is a tasty burger. All right. There you go. Mm. Yeah, just like he said there. <clears throat> Come on, Jim. Three seconds. Two, one. What's your guess? I'll try it again. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jim. Hi. Who's this? Curtis. Curtis. All right, Curtis. Do you want to go with that movie clip, or do you want to take mine? 
let's go with what was the last one again? I didn't quite catch it. I had to. Okay, well, did, do you want to pick Pete or Terry? Yeah, which movie clip do you want? Do you want Pete? Like Pete picks a very distinct type of movie. I picked a very di- distinct type of movie. There, our movie uh, uh, tastes differ. So, who whose movie do you want to identify? Mine or Pete's? Let's go with Pete. Okay, All right, buddy. Here, here comes, comes the movie clip. Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. All right. What's the name of the movie? Pulp Fiction. Correct. Great movie. One of the classics. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah, that's one of my faves. I remember watching that. Here's a fun story about Pulp Fiction. Okay. When Pulp Fiction came out, I was still a teenager. Yes. And uh, the parents, you know, sent us off to Blockbuster or Jumbo Video or whatever it was for your Friday movie renting. Right. And we snuck that in, telling my mom it was like some kind of sports movie or what have you. And then I remember her coming down just as, you know, somebody was getting Just as Uma so, Thurman yeah. was getting a hypodermic needle in the chest exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Something like that. And, she's like, and she took it out of the VHS player <laughs> and, and took it up. Upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> then he, I didn't get to finish it for like two years. I had no idea what happened to Bruce Willis. Uh, well, Curtis is sitting there doing the John Travolta dance right now with his <laughs> sideways peace signs yeah, across. Well, this is the first time I've ever got through. Is oh, it? Good job, Curtis. Well, there you go. You're off to the movies. Admission for two with beverages and popcorn, Curtis. Hang on the line. I'll get your vitals, okay? And when our $5 milkshake sounded expensive back then. Now, <laughs> eh, it's yeah. about norm. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Pacheco. On Classic Rock, K97. Now, yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? Two days ago. I said, you said something, Mm -hmm. and I said, Lord only knows what goes on inside of that little head of yours, Peanut. Yes, I and think. I, it's a line from a movie, and I wondered if you would catch uh, catch it uh, because it's uh, you know a, a more recent movie than something like The Sting or The Godfather or something. Well, and what? it kind of goes with our landmark giveaways that we're doing, right? Okay, what movie? At, at Wild at Heart with Nicolas Cage and Laura Dern. Who love Nicolas Cage? It's a, a weird movie, but a great movie. I'll watch any Cage flick. And at one point, and it's weird because they have the top down, they're driving through the desert all the time and the windshield wipers are on. I never understood that part of the show, but okay, whatever. Sure. But I said, Lord only knows what goes on inside of that little head of yours, Peanut. That, that was a line that Nicolas Cage delivered to Laura Dern. I hear it now. You're delivering it spot on. Sure. Put the bunny back in the box. And it, it when it, the reason I brought that up is because it made me. Uh, I, I I remember you referring to something. Uh, you posted something on your Facebook about you not particularly caring for peanuts. Yeah, no, I I, I bought unsalted peanuts by mistake. Right, and it turns out that I don't like peanuts. I like salt, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. That's <laughs> what it is. It's like, what the hell are these bland little nuts? Yeah, because we've been that through that. My my son, uh, when he's at home, we we, he, we we always have to make sure we got peanuts in the sure. house because he likes to eat peanuts and watch, you know, his Netflix or whatever he's YouTube or whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. But then I see that uh, a couple days ago on your Facebook page, you posted something, the great salt and vinegar battle. And Dude. I had no idea we had this in common. We got a lot in commentary. You just don't see it. Now, the salt and vinegar chip thing is a new one to you. Salt and vinegar chips have been my favorite since uh, I can remember. I, I, I had the early ketchup chip phase, and mm-hmm. then I had puberty, and then now it's salt and vinegar the All whole right. way through. So uh, you grew, I grew up. Yeah. I, I never liked the ketchup chips. They were never a thing for me. No? It's a Canadian thing. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. Anyway, so I, uh, I made a bold statement like... Three weeks ago on my Facebook, I said, Miss Vicky's sea salt and vinegar chips are the best chips on the planet. Fight me. And people did. 
They were they they came out of the woodwork. I didn't know that there's like a salt and vinegar. People are passionate about salt and vinegar chips. There's a chips. faction of people, uh, almost a... Uh, it's a cult-like movement. It, sure, it could be. I could hold Chip Fest and people would... Nobody would come other than salt and vinegar people. But and it's something you when you go grocery shopping, you would walk by with your shopping cart and you see all the different brands of chips. But it never really computed with me. Yeah. But there is there's Miss Vicky's, which yeah. I've had. There's also the Kettle brand, which is the and picture that you posted the other well, day. That was the thing. Everybody, you know, I said Miss Vicky's, sea salt and vinegar are the best. Fight me, and everybody would either agree or they highlighted the Kettle brand. You know, a couple of people threw the Lay's and the Pringles or whatever, but it was really neck and neck yeah. about this Kettle brand sea salt and vinegar chip. But it's funny because, it, so those are the two relative, I'm using my quotey yeah. fingers, relatively new brands. For me, even Lay's is a relatively new brand, Dude, I they suppose. they came out like 1985. No, I know, but <laughs> Old Dutch is what is my chip of choice. Old Dutch? They still make chips? Yeah, they taste, uh, they, it, it, it's, it's like... Uh, Chewing on a wooden shoe. <laughs> it's a clog. It's a clog. That's is exactly it? what. They just like they, they, they cut on the, clogs. Chewing on the wings of a windmill. Yeah. Um, no, it's old Dutch. My favorite. I'm, I'm old Dutch is my go-to when it comes to salt and vinegar chips. I've had the kettle chips and I've had the Miss Vickies. The thing is, I don't like the roof of my mouth being turned into oh, a bloody both, pulp, yeah. like I'm chewing on shards of pottery. Yeah, they definitely have a. Uh, some sharp edges, but they're both the best. See, you got the trick to eating a hard chip like that is you got to let it sit in your mouth for a minute, soften up, use your palate, if Ew. you will, right? There you no, go. No, you don't. You yeah. want your, your chips to turn soggy in your mouth? I'm talking a few nanoseconds you? here, Terry. You don't have to just inhale them like a seagull over there. <laughs> Try and chew your food and enjoy it a little bit on your palate. Jeez, I thought that was taught up in District 1. But no, these are the two chips, and I've been going back and forth. I made this post, yeah, yeah, like two days ago. 81 comments of people arguing about salt and vinegar chips. Like, passion. Anyway, so I've been trying each one, and it's it's neck and neck. So I can't the, decide. The great salt and vinegar potato chip debate. What yeah. is What, what say they, the yeah. faction? What say the cult? Well, the cult, the cult still right now is 50-50 on this. And, really? and they're going, yeah. And I, and, I, and they're like, well, what's the answer, Pete? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This just isn't a Pepsi taste test challenge. I'm doing research here for the good of humanity. I got to go through both full bags before I actually, you know, put out my thesis for people to read. Research for the good of humanity. You're eating chips and playing sim racing, Pete. <laughs> Don't knock down what I do in my spare time. <laughs> K97. It's uh, 6.53, and uh, yesterday was hilarious to me, to a certain degree. Uh, being in the media, there's a certain amount of social media that we have to do. do. Participate it's just, in. It's kind of an obligation. Yeah. And I've talked to friends, I've talked to family and stuff, you know, I said, well, if the day ever comes where I, you know, retire and I'm not in social, uh, not in, you know, traditional media, mm -hmm. I suspect I'll probably do away with a lot of my social media. Because really? I think so. I don't think so. I don't rely on it for existence as much as you do, Pete. I don't either, but I think you're more hooked than you than you actually realize. It's possible. I You spend as much time on Facebook as I do. Okay, maybe a little less, but you're there as much as I am. I just don't. I think you're in denial. Mm, okay, well you can you can think <laughs> what you want. Uh, yesterday, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, WhatsApp were yeah, all down. I know, and you pouted so hard. 
What do you? <laughs> no, I pressure washed my driveway. I get that. I mowed my lawn. It was a lawnmower hospital day from the heavens. Where your backpack blower too? It was working it all out there. It was everything. Uh, the stars aligned. Everything was going great. I cleaned up the kitchen. I did all kinds of stuff. So the, your point is, when social media gets goes down, we can get things done. Is a is a good point. There. That is a remarkable assumption. It's true. It was it was so funny to see how many people were. I'm having problems. Posting and seeing pictures mm -hmm. on my Facebook. Yeah. Is there something wrong? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then people are like, this is this is complete crap. Yeah. This Facebook is so bad right now. It's like, really? Well, why, why don't you create your social platform that never really stops working for 4 billion people? Well, you know you know what? With that in mind, it uh, made me think of other things that you could do to occupy your time. You know, household chores and that sort of thing. I was chatting with my daughter yesterday. She came home early, wasn't feeling well. So she's, you know, kind of uh, feverish and, and in bed trying to get well. Uh, wife, my, my wife came home, and we decided that uh, we were going to do something yesterday that uh, we don't ordinarily do, and that's get out of the house. <laughs> so she goes, she goes, do you want to go to Sand on White? And I said, sure. What is Sand on White? What is that? Yeah, I don't okay, know what yeah, that yeah. is. Okay. But Good, I'm not that new. Here, here's the thing. It, Edmonton is the city of fest a festival city. I mean, it's, there's so many things happening, and sometimes you just don't know what's going on okay. in your own backyard, and this is one of those things. Sand on White is right at the corner of White Avenue and Gateway Boulevard, mm. and it's just a little area there where mm -hmm. they have a bunch of sand sculptures. I did some Instagramming. I put it on Facebook, you know, just so people could see what it is, as, you know, and say, hey, this is out there. If you leave the house, oh, yeah, if you're you, not hooked at all. If you look up from your phone, <laughs> As you he, can see that there are these things out there. You do see, the, the, you know, you do see. Never mind. Just continue. Go ahead. Provided as a service to our Instagram and social media followers, I posted the stuff. That's so that right. Oh, yeah. See. You're not hooked. But it was pretty cool. And then we uh, walked a, a few blocks on White Avenue and stopped in at El Cortez and had some chips and uh, pico de gallo and uh, sat there and listened to a dude play acoustic music, which was really cool at El Cortez. Uh -huh. So had a, a nice evening away from the house, you know, away from HGTV. We didn't watch any Chip and JoJo last night, which was terrific. You got down in my hood. Thanks. You know, I was so close to you but there, But today too. is Thursday, and the reason I bring this up, that we did this, and that, it, it goes on through the weekend, that Sand on White. You can go Sand on White, Y-E-G is the Instagram, if you want to see uh, what, what it's all about. But there's another thing happening on Thursdays that you just brought up, because we were happening to glance at it, and it's something that Loren ran into based on what she saw on social oh, media. yeah, it's the, you know, the aerial course down in uh, Snow Hill? or Snow Valley. Snow Valley, yeah. So uh, they have a patio atop of the aerial course on Thursday evenings. Okay, and it's adult only. Because I don't, I mean, I do the aerial course. I want to be a big kid, but I don't really want to deal with your kid. Like, if I push your kid off so I can keep going down Frowned one of the sections, it's, you know, they're not liking that. <laughs> like, your kid's dealing by its carabiners, and I'm like, well, he was in my way. <laughs> Slowing me down. Maybe had you put him in sports, he could have got by faster. <laughs> now they'll get mad at me for that. 2019 soft people. So, so Thursday nights. It's adults only, right? Focus so, Yeah, it's adults. Yes. So you can go, and they it's they give you a reward when you get to the top. They open up a little patio with a bar. 
right? So you do the aerial courts. You get a little physical exercise. Sure. You feel good, right? Yell at the wife a little. Mm-hmm. You know, have some fun. Move and then it. you get to the top, and yeah, you have a crispy cold one. And then... Shots? Yeah, rappel down. And then... <laughs> Sounds awesome. What if people don't want to do all of the course and everything like that? Well, I mean, I'm sure they have the way you could take the stairs up if oh, you're scared or whatever. Loser. Right? I know. Jeez. Stairs? That doesn't sound fun. So, no. yeah, no, go do the aerial course in your, in your harness and then get to the top and have some drinks. So there you go. If you're uh, unexpectedly shut down from your social media for... But make sure to post it on social media. What seems like a lifetime. So you can tell everybody what's going on in the city away from social media. Sure. Like Terry did there. Because he's not hooked on social media at all. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Pete Patipco. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. Oh, he's a young fella. He's the pride of Bonneville. Him and Mike Plume both. Uh, Clayton Bellamy, longtime friend. Uh, His uh, current... Record is uh, doing great. He's still touring with the Road Hammers. Some of my favorite concerts up north in the last half a decade were the Hammers. Yeah. Man, they did one concert uh, in the summer. It was much like the weather we've been having. It rained for a week straight. Mud. And when they played mud. Everybody went bananas. I left my shoes at that festival. (laughs) I'm serious. They are buried somewhere on that ground. They got so covered. If you follow Clayton Bellamy on uh, Instagram or Facebook, you know that he's traveling with the Hammers right now, and he's on the phone with us uh, from Europe. Clayton, where are you right now? Uh, we just got off the train uh, in Paris about an hour ago and head to uh, to Tours tomorrow, which is about four hours outside of Paris. And we're going to play a uh, rock festival with the Scorpions. Holy crap. How fun. Say how to, say hey to Klaus Mina for me. <laughs> I will. They are the Scorpions. You know that. Yes, we are the Scorpions. Uh, <laughs> hey, the, Paris is the city of love, and I know you and Jason McCoy have always wanted to go there together. Um, yes, I know. We're going to hang our lock on the bridge, old hand. <laughs> oh, that's right. The lock on the bridge. Oh, I can't wait to see a road hammer's lock on the bridge. Sadly, yeah. they got rid of that bridge. Oh, did they? Yeah, they oh. got rid of that bridge. All the love is gone now out of Paris. <laughs> so we're, we're on social media the other day, uh, Clayton, and, uh, and of course, you know, the, uh, you've got uh, Clayton Bellamy and the congregation, which is going great. The new record. You've got the road hammers and you're touring all over like snot. And uh, you guys are on this tour right now through Europe and you're in this 13th century cathedral in Amsterdam. Dam, and uh, we we're we're gonna play uh, you in that cathedral. But I want I just wanted to chat with you for a minute, and and so you could explain to us exactly what the experience was like. Yeah, well, we went we went to Amsterdam, and we were just wandering around. And I love to go to old churches and cathedrals. That's, that's kind of my jam when I'm in Europe. And and I, I found this place called the Oderkirk, which is was actually built at the end of the 12th century and then consecrated into a church in 1306. And I went in right at the end of the day. There was not a soul in there, and I was just walking around. It was so beautiful. I was just kind of overwhelmed by how amazing it sounded in there. You could hear a little tiny pin drop. Every time my sneaker would squeak on the floor, I would hear it just bouncing off every corner of the place. So I I just had to try singing. There was no one around. So I thought, I'm just going to do it. And so I turned my phone on, and I recorded uh, singing a verse of Amazing Grace in this in this 13th century church, and it, it completely took me by surprise how I thought, how I would feel I, because it 
it was overwhelming the uh the, just the sound of the place just overwhelming overwhelming with emotion it was crazy we're going to play it in a second here, too, so people can hear it just in case they don't follow you on social media. I know not everybody's got the Facebook and the Instagram and so on and so forth, but uh, th- th- this has been a, a really cool experience. It's all, it's, and the reason, I mean, you're a local kid. When you're, you're touring Europe, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you like seeing local guys uh, doing well and, and uh, off experiencing new things. Uh, this, is this the first time you've been over to Europe to, to play music over there? Or what, like? uh, I've been over writing before. Um, but never playing. So this is my first time actually um, playing rock and roll. So I'm pretty excited about it. It's Well, it's great to see the Hammers doing so well. The Road Hammers, of course, are uh, always fan favorites at the festivals through the summer. It's nice to see you playing through Europe. And, of course, Clayton Bellamy and the congregation, the new record, is is so good. Thanks a lot, man. You bet, Clayton. And it's, when I saw the, his post on uh, Instagram, it started off with him doing a little bit of an explanation. Yeah, like, oh, we're in this church. Yeah. And there's nobody else here. Yeah. And he goes, I want to sing. And he was, and you could hear the, you know, the sibilant echoes through the church, this 13th century uh, sort of cathedral. And then I, th- I w- I'm anticipating. I'm thinking, oh, what's he going to do? And I thought, what is he going to sing? Mm-hmm. You know, he's got uh, resistors from the Congregation album, which is the new single. He's got all the, you know, road hammer stuff. Yep. So here's what Clayton Bellamy then sings in the 13th century old Gothic Gothic cathedral in Amsterdam. Uh, I just thought it was terrific. Here you go. Amazing grace How sweet the sound That saved a wretch like me, I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. So cool. The acoustics, man. I know. And that's the done acoustics. on his, that's just on his cell phone. Can you imagine what that sounded like when you were if you if were you, there? Oof. I mean all the hair is look at the hair on my arms. How did they get the acoustics so good seven eight hundred years ago? Well it's just it's you know, but cavernous like, and wood yeah. and reflective sound and now um, everything sounds like it's in a Coke can. So great. Thanks for sharing yeah. with uh, with us, Clayton. This is the all new Terry Evans show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K ninety seven. July fourth it's a big deal for the weekend here down in the States, of course, and uh, they always have the July 4th parades. There was much ado about Trump wanting tanks in the parade that's happening. It's and of course, the city of Washington said, uh, n- no. <laughs> what do you think this is, Tiananmen Square? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. The problem is the, the asphalt's not really meant to hold 100,000-pound tanks no. and treads. Open field warfare, Andy. Yes, uh, you know, the, the pavement out there on Washington Boulevard, or what, I, what is it called? Yeah, Washington yeah. I'd be okay with it if they just used the bike lane. Screw the bike lane. Oh, <laughs> run the tanks in the bike lanes? <laughs> and I can set up a lawn chair and watch bikers just drive and go down the road after. 
<laughs> shaking all the fillings loose. Do, does this kind of lead us into? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people talking about. Oh, yeah. Is this a tribute to the United States or is it a tribute to Trump? You know, he kind of wants to make it all about him all the time. But is this a good way of leading into the latest outrage on the internet since it's the Fourth of July? Well, the internet is always outraged on something. You could use the internet this morning to look up. Uh, actually, you can log into telescopes that are satellites up there and, and, you know, and look at galaxies far, far beyond. Expand your horizon. Learn something. Or you could get triggered and yell about this. Nike has pulled its shoes. You see this story? Nike released an American uh, shoe for the 4th of July that, you know, we're trying to get people pumped up about. And they used an old American flag of the 13 colonies on the back of the shoe. Oh, the uh, is this the Betsy Ross flag yes. going back? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to be a little patriotic. It's red and white and blue, and, and so not you. the current flag no. with all of the in, yeah. in, all encompassing, but a flag from back in the day at sure. a different time. Yeah. And, the, and I think they did this because they put it on a set of Air Max. Those are the crazy sneakers I wear. Right. And people are pretty, you know, they're older and they're collectors and stuff. So it was an idea. Well, Colin Kaepernick, you know, the guy that played football like four years ago or the whatever, kneeled for the. National anthem. Yeah, he doesn't play football anymore, that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a problem with this. So he rings up Nike because he's, you know, he's in tight with Nike and say, like, hey. Doesn't he have a deal with them? Yeah, he's got that, you know, right. standard risk everything and, you know, okay. remember that Nike. For yeah. what you believe in, yeah. That. So he phones up Nike. Nike says, hey, hey, it's Colin. Yeah, you know what? These shoes, they're, they're not going to fly. They're not going to fly. You need to get rid of these right now. Get that rid of the shoes. That flag is racist. It's racist. I can't believe you didn't consult me about this. Pull those immediately. And Nike did. And now people are not happy about the situation. And they're yelling about sneakers on the 4th of July. If that doesn't say you've got a good life, mm -hmm. that you can take the time out to yell about stupid sneakers on the internet, maybe they need to read they, they didn't make them under the General Lee flag. No. I mean, the, the, what is that? What's that called? The, 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 uh, the Confederate flag. Confederate and even flag. that. Even that. The, um... But on that, yeah, the flag. It's racist. It was the it was a flag that was flown during the time of slavery, and people used it. Well, yeah, by that knowledge, too, that means everybody going to work this morning, take your high-vis vest and throw it in the garbage, because there are some people that attach racist to that. It doesn't make the vest racist or the flag racist, but God bless the Internet. And Stuff the was happening at the time. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, same country. I, have you, have you seen I haven't looked yet this morning, mm. but uh, I'm guessing mm -hmm. that Kate Quigley is wearing a U.S. flag bikini right now somewhere in the United States of America. Oh, there you go. There's another reason for you to use social media today, Terry. <laughs> Guns N' Roses, K97, 754. Uh, earlier this year, it was pretty exciting news when Shalom Park was awarded the 2019 IWWF World Under-21 Water Ski Championships. And they're happening this weekend. I hope the weather improves for this. Hope because, you get the, sorry, go ahead. Well, I just, the, well, water skiing is so great to water ski when it's sunny. It'd be great to get a trophy from there and put your Shalom trophy in Shalom at the home. Sure. Do you not remember that TV show, Shalom in the Home? No. It was on HGTV. I thought you would have been right up on that joke. No. Are you a water skier? Never heard of it. Oh, am I a water skier? Yeah. Oh, you don't know my water. I have two water skiing stories. Okay. The first one was when I was 12 years old. All right. 
We went out with uh, friends of mine, a, a girl that I graduated with from high school. Uh, her dad had a boat, so I was out with the Awashans. Okay. They yarded me around. They pulled me around Kootenai Lake yeah. for what seemed like days. Really? Waiting. Trying, I was trying to get up on two skis. Oh, boy. And it took forever. And he was very patient. Not so much the people in the back of the boat, but Mr. Awashan was very patient. I finally got up after about 40 tries. Okay. I went, I was tootling along, Yeah. hit the wake because he did a little curl, yeah, 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 yeah. and of course, down yeah, You're I gone, went. you're yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is, I didn't let go of the uh, handle. <laughs> yes, I... <laughs> and what happens, what happens when you don't let go of the handle when you water ski? <laughs> you go straight down. You get pulled to the bottom. Yeah. So, I, after being pulled along as like a dredge at the bottom of Kootenai Lake, because we're close to the shore. Yeah. Uh, I let go and just kind of floated up like a, you know, frisbee. <laughs> and I had a rash all on my belly. I had it's sand and, and pebbles in my lower lip. I was just and it, so that, that, 12 years old. Fast forward 12 years to the age of 24. Oh, now you're a, you're, you're a little taller, a little skinnier. Yeah, working at the old K97 downtown 108th Street. Mark, oh, wow. Okay, you're at K97. Yeah, Mark Connolly. Sports guy. Yeah. He's now working at CBC. Mark Connolly and I go out to Shalom Park at okay. Rabbit Hill. Yeah. We're going out there for something probably similar to what's happening out there this weekend. It's All a right? neat spot for water skiing. It's yeah. not like an enclosed run, so it's good. Yeah. It's my second opportunity to water ski in my life. Twelve oh. years. Yeah, here we go. Later. Oh. So I get at the, I get in there. It doesn't take me 40 attempts. After about the third or fourth time, I, I get up on the, on the skis. Proud of you. We go down the one way. We turn the corner. We come back around the other way. In the back of the boat, like the guy's driving. He's tootling along. In the back of the boat, there's a couple of guys, and Connolly is one of them. Mm -hmm. And he's doing this. He's going... He's, okay. he's waving, waving his from arm, side to side? Waving his arm side to side. Hey, well, he wants you to cut. He so wants you to do something. He, uh, that's what I thought. Uh, me, not having a lot of water ski experience, I thought he wanted me to go back and forth, back and forth sure. across the wake. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm not doing that because i got to turn here pretty quick. But it turns out what he was trying to do was he was trying to get me to go to one side, one side. Like oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, wanted yeah. me to go to the other side yeah. because the boat had to turn. I missed the dock. <laughs> I missed, like, the wharf that comes out with the giant pilings. I missed it by this much. I, I, oh I was so God. close that I heard it go... Jesus. I was going, because you're at the end of the, when you're being whipped, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So you're being whipped. You yeah. gain some speed. Yeah. Almost killed by the end of the dock. And I heard, I, I heard it do that. <laughs> and so just like in a Bugs Bunny or a Wiley Coyote cartoon, I kind of still hanging on and yeah. still whipping around. Yeah. I kind of look back like, whew, that was close. And then I look ahead. Ah, Skis straight into the bank. Yeah. I'm hanging on, out of the skis, feet up in the air, <laughs> onto the bank, couple of barrel rolls, and then back down into the water. Wow. Did the skis make one of those noises? Pretty much. Pretty much. Connolly thought I was dead. <laughs> They Have turned you, the boat around so quickly to come back. I'm just sitting there like... <laughs> I, I may as well have been Sylvester the cat, you know, the yeah. down yeah. the stairs yeah, looking yeah, like yeah. a... 
But, uh, yeah, so those are my... I'm never water skiing again in my life. Oh, man, and I got a boat and everything. This would be great social media stuff that we could post for you. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> K97 Traffic. Yellowhead looks a little slow, and then uh, Atchison, Highway 60 from 16 down to 16A are your troublesome areas that I'm going to highlight right now. Come across something, see something, spot something, 780-451-8097. Give us a call, please, and thank you. Always appreciate it. And Coast Appliances Boxing Week in July events is on. Get free local delivery on all qualifying major appliance purchases over $800. See their flyer at coastappliances.com. All righty, it's uh, 8.35, and Lawrence Killebrew is your... Uh, headliner at the comic strip. He's in the studio with us here uh, this morning. We've got Lawrence hanging out with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm, I'm here. Living in Atlanta from Philadelphia. There Are you, you an NFL fan or NBA fan or what's, what's your... I love the NBA. I love... I'm not a big NFL fan but uh, definitely a Philadelphia Eagles fan mm-hmm. but my basketball team is the Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks. Yes. Why Dallas if you're from Atlanta or living in Atlanta and from Philadelphia? Why? Uh, well, I used to like the Sixers and then they traded my favorite player and then I I told myself I would never like them again after they traded my favorite player. So you're, uh, who was your favorite player? Alan Iverson. Oh! Yes. There's somebody from rags to riches back to rags, man. <laughs> Jesus. He's an Atlanta boy. Yeah, he's there, but he's always in Philadelphia. So after that, I just, uh, I've always been a Dirk Nowinski fan, so yeah. that's just my team right there. Nowinski, eh? Nowinski. Definitely. What are you, uh... Doesn't Mark Cuban own the Mavericks? Yeah, yes. yeah he does. Yes, I met Mark Cuban twice. Good dude. Cool, dude. Oh, do, do you know him? Like, can you borrow no, his No, I don't know him at all. I just met him. I can't borrow anything from him. Oh, okay. Him. So you can't take me to Mark Cuban's house for I lunch? Absolutely cannot. Got a little Mark Cuban, Wayne Gretzky, Lawrence, and Terry luncheon happening? He would not answer the phone if I call. I'm just telling you right now. He would not answer. He does not know me at all. So as an NBA fan, you know, yeah. you and living down in the States and seeing how, how things shook out with the 76ers. Oh, y'all they, happy? Y'all won? Yeah. Are y'all part of? What, what is what is the consensus down there? What do people, I mean, being an American and right. the NBA, there's only one team in Canada and mm-hmm. it wins the NBA championship. What What is everybody uh, thinking down there? Are they pissed off or what? No, I mean, if you just, I think everybody just loves basketball, period. Yeah. I don't really think they're pissed off that a Canadian team. I'm actually surprised at so much, like even with the awards this year. Uh, like I think like 80% of them was won by people that weren't born in the States like Rookie of the Year yep. Six Men uh, MVP Most all, Improved yeah, so Most Improved like all of those were people from outside of the States so yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think nobody's mad because it was a great series. So mm-hmm. I think, I, well, I, I wasn't mad. I'm just about good games. Isn't he your favorite player, too? No, is he, yeah. he's from somewhere in Europe, isn't he? No, he's from... Is um, it, isn't there a documentary on him? Like, yeah, he's a super mathematical shooting kind of guy. Yeah, yeah was very, it was a very good documentary. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. The uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard free agency yeah. thing, has that got you intrigued yeah, at all? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have me intrigued. It just has me, like, upset. Like, dude, why are you taking so long? Like, come on. Dude. I know, like, He's dragging, but I guess, you know, if people I mean, are chucking $50 million at you, and then the longer you wait, you know, that goes, like, a, every time a week goes by, here's another $5 million condo. Please come this way. I mean, if I could wait a week to sign a contract and be up another $5 million. My thing is, I think you already knew, dude. Like, yeah. you knew exactly who, like, you know. Come on. Like, you think if, he knows where like he wants if, to go? Like, if y'all was getting a new job, and they offered you whatever, you know what job you're going to take. Yeah. So it's not about, you know, I just think it's, it's a lot. I think you're just being too tedious about it. Like, you know where you want to play at. Tell us where you want to play. 
so we can move on with the situation. I think they're doing a bit of that, and I think you know, he, I think he actually does have a bit of a hard choice. I mean, there's three big teams that are you know chopping. It's not at a him. hard choice. Where, where, where's the choice? It's then? either you want to stay in the East and win, or you want to go to the West and win. See, it's, it's, it's really that easy. sounds like a hard choice to me. It doesn't. I don't think it's that easy of a pick. They could just pick one or the other. Either way, you can't lose in either situation. But I think this is too much. Like, I watched the news yesterday. They yeah. had, like, helicopters following them. Yeah, like, I he know. Was the, like, he was the president. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is a basketball <laughs> player. Why is it 24-hour news on this dude? On Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah, like, they got him landing. They yeah. got him getting in the car, driving on the highway. Like, he was OJ. Like, why is all these people? He said the same thing this morning. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, it's just a basketball player. What is going on with the, all this? Uh, Coverage, but that's. I think you might have bring up a good point. Then maybe they maybe they are sandbagging a little because the media is getting huge play out of this right I now. It's just it was like I couldn't believe it. I was watching it like I thought he was Obama. Yeah. Like, why is he doing all this? I was going to say it's not the first time there's been uh, uh, from the air coverage of uh, an athlete, a popular athlete in a <laughs> white vehicle. <laughs> a popular athlete in a white vehicle. Yeah. Those OJ days. <laughs> The Bronco. Uh, juice is loose. Now, i just seen an update on the TSN site. Kawhi Leonard is currently in Toronto still. It uh, remains unclear, uh, saying that he's not considering any two-year deals. So, Oh, so that that's good, because I thought he was going to do a one-on-one. Maybe he just flew in for mm-hmm. Swish LA, and everybody's just blowing this out of proportion. So how far is actually Toronto from here? Uh, uh, it's you know, a, a couple four minutes and a half that hour way. flight. Oh. It's like three-day drive. Yeah. So y'all nowhere near. No. Toronto. No. no. But it's, It'd be like Seattle to New York, you know, kind of deal on the other side. There. I got you. It's, it's kind of, it, it, it's got a grip on the country, though. You know, I mean, once, so once the, uh, the, it's on the news from, right now. Are Sorry. y'all from here? Are y'all from here? Uh, he basically is at this point. He's so, from the Toronto area. I'm okay. from I'm from out west. So BC. do y'all consider yourselves as one a championship too, or is it like? Yeah, no, they can't. Well, we have one basketball team. So okay. that was the interesting thing for us because everybody, you know, hockey's huge up here. Right. So you have your spots in your cities and stuff, right? I saw you know what I mean? It was very, so we very have happy. one basketball team. We had two, but the Vancouver Grizzlies left, and mm-hmm. so everybody got behind it. So as a as a country, yeah, we feel like we won that championship because we have one team to cheer for. When when Vince Carter was with the Raptors, it really did a lot for basketball in Canada. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Who do you feel is a bigger star for Canada? Was it Vince or do you think Kawhi was? Kawhi brought a championship. I mean, there's no way, man. Vince Vince Carter So you think he had a bigger impact on Canadian basketball than Vince Carter did? I don't think so. I think Vince Carter was here for a longer period of time and had a huge impact on Canadian basketball, and that's why you're seeing some of these young guys come up and start playing in the college ranks and that sort of thing. But I think Kawhi Leonard has a more uh, more impactful uh, effect on it now and in the future because of the championship. I think that question, I think your question might be asked too early. We're going to have to see how that plays out a little first. Because I, 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 I saw uh, like a poll and it was like rating the greatest Canadian basketball, and they had Kawhi at number one, and I was like, that's kind of disrespectful to everything that Vince yeah, Carter gonna, has yeah. done. How are you gonna do Muggsy Bogues hey. like that? <laughs> in, in Muggsy my, Bogues, yeah, right. really. Okay. In my cul-de-sac, in my neighborhood, uh, my neighbor two days ago was building a basketball hoop. It just mm. all of a sudden, his kids, three, he's got three boys, all of a sudden he's building a basketball hoop, and there, there's there been kids out there for two days straight doing nothing but playing basketball. You never you lived know. next to a basketball hoop that close, have you? I used to have a basketball hoop. Oh, really? Hoop. Man, living next to a basketball hoop sucks. Yeah. 
Especially boing, if you wake boing, up at three thirty in the morning. Boing, boing, yeah, because the kids play till ten. Oh, yeah. Stays stays late here, really well, I'm late. I'm used to that. I'm from the city. We play all day. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lawrence Killebrew in the <laughs> studio with us. He's your headliner at the comic strip. We'll take a break. More with Lawrence after the break. K97 traffic. Pretty much all problem areas have been cleared out and cleared up, and you're good to go if you need to get anywhere inside the city and outside the city. 780-451-8097, the number to call if you see an, uh, an accident or something that we should highlight. Just just give us a jingle. Hey, when do you bring it to Boyd? When you back into somebody who is backing out, that's when you bring it to Boyd. Boyd Auto Body and Glass, 15 Alberta locations. Classic Rock. K97. All right, it's uh, 846. 10 degrees in the city, 20 the expected high today. Mix of sun and cloud, and then uh, maybe some thunder showers this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon. High of 20 both days. Rain for Saturday, Sunday, and then uh, Monday. It looks like uh, 21 is expected for a high temperature and lots of sunshine for Kennedy 7's Fairways to Heaven out at Westlock. You can call 780-437-9220 to get in on Fairways to Heaven on Monday. Uh, this summer, Shell gives you hundreds of air miles, bonus miles on snacks, drinks, and Shell V-Power premium fuels. Visit shell.ca slash summer days to learn how. 847, and uh, Lawrence Killebrew is your headliner at the comic strip. He's in the studio with us here this morning. He's uh, tell, tell me about Tickle Me Tuesday. What's, oh, is Tickle that, Me. It, that's it. On the internet or what, where? Where's no? That? that was um that was when I first started doing comedy and um I was I've always been a person that um didn't want to sit around and wait for anybody so you know as a new comedian you didn't you don't get as many bookings right and so um I just noticed that people were throwing comedy shows so I decided to throw one and I ran a very successful room at a comedy club in Philadelphia about five years once oh, a wow. month on oh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. So it was an uh, actual, actual Yeah, it was club. actual. It was a monthly comedy show at this comedy club in Philadelphia that was uh, every second Tuesday of the month that I produced, hosted, ran, you know, promoted, did everything myself. And that was basically how I was able to sustain income for the first five years of my career. Did nice. you shoot it for TV? Did it, Was it like on no, TV? No, I or never. Just a, it yeah. was just, you know, I went to a comedy club that I had started at, asked them, can I do a night? Uh, they told me I would have to do it on a night that was uh, when they weren't open right. because, you know, I didn't, they didn't want me to get any of their customers. So yeah. I said, fine, I'll, what days do I have? They said Sunday and Tuesday. I didn't want to do it on Sunday because that was basically the Lord's Day. And football yeah. day. You're, you're competing you against two big things right yeah, there, man. Those are the two biggest things ever. We're thinking about incorporating, and we're going to go to HR and see if we can. Uh, there's Casual Friday. We're going to try and incorporate Tickle Me Tuesday here do at the it. station. Hey, too. man, take it a ride with it's, it. It's I'm, I don't do it anymore. Someone don't tickle Karen in the county. This is why we end up in HR all the Unsus time. Unsuspected copywriter just sitting there writing a commercial. No, and then it's 2019, behind and Tickle, 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 tickle. No, you can't do that. You don't think I should? No, have, don't, I don't do that. I can't do that to Brad. Don't, don't tickle Brad and creative <laughs> and don't rub Reg our listeners. I don't know why you're so touchy and handsy today, but knock, knock it back a notch. Politically correct. It's the world that we live in today is just out of, out of hand. I, I, I tread very thinly. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I, like I, I don't, I don't want it. it to happen because I, I I don't want it to happen later on down the road. That's you, to you or whatever. I've been around too many people where they have said things where they have come back to bite them in the butt. Don't you so. think though, comedy is like one of the last places for free speech? I and do, I, but I think they're taking that away from us too. That's what I'm saying, they're right? So, so why not just too. stand up to it a little and tell them, yeah, <laughs> grow up. 
Yeah, you do that, and then I won't be getting paid. Okay. So okay. Uh, I, I think when you get to a certain status, I'm not at that status yet. Okay. So you're on the come I, up I, I'm willing to do it when I get to a certain status, but right now, I'm in the, okay, I have to say what they want me to say. You're working. You're paying I don't your say. I, I'm going to take that back. It's not that I don't say. I watch how I say it. Yeah, you, you, there you go. I'm going to still say what I want. You take a I'm little out of it, though. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say exactly the exact thing that I feel. Put it to you like that. But I wonder, though, if you said that exact thing that you feel, went straight from the heart, straight from the gut, and said what you thought, mm-hmm. you'll get to that level faster. You know uh, what I mean? Can you name someone who has? Pretty much Bill Burr. Uh, but they were already established before they did that. Bill it's Burr and the Philly meltdown is kind of what established him. That's when he said exactly what he felt. Do yeah. you remember the big Philly meltdown? I did. But he just wasn't, he, just, he didn't appeal to that crowd. No, I, I, think, well, I, yeah. I don't think you can't, that was just more of a. That's a one off. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's lots. I don't know. I just don't like that they're attacking comedy in general. I don't like, you know, hearing that comics will have to sometimes pull back because they're worried about what some blue haired girl on the internet going to say. You know what yeah, I mean? I just think people are worried about what too many other people are saying. And I think we value people's opinions who don't count too much. <laughs> that! That's what that, I That understand. should be... Dude, you should make t-shirts that say that. Like, we value people's opinions who don't count too much. Yeah, I don't... That's the part I don't get. Like, why are y'all upset that Susie on... The, like you said, said that she didn't like what such and such said. Why well, is... Her opinion even count. It's because people can't move on. People can't see something or hear something and then just move on because it doesn't really affect them in the grand yeah. scheme of things. They can't see something on social media and go, hmm, eh, well, that doesn't really affect me. Like my thing on. is if you don't like what that person says, stop Listening. looking to that person. <laughs> like, I don't, like, how is that? Like if someone said something on the internet that I didn't like, I'm not going to keep reading what they're saying. I'm going to move on right. to but, something else that... I want to read. Like, I'm not yeah. giving it no energy at times. So I don't understand that. Do you think the pendulum's coming back a bit? Do you think people are starting to go, yeah, we've had enough of everybody yelling at us and, and trying to correct things? Do you think it's coming back? No, I think it's getting worse. Really? I, do, I think it's getting worse. I just think with the, the more that people are able to voice their opinions on the internet and the, the more that people are able to dig and go into, you know, prior things that you said, it's oh, just God. getting even worse. Right? Like people are looking up things you said 10 years ago. Like, I know. I'm not even the same. I yeah. can't even remember who I was 10 years ago. Yeah, somebody who's running for political office now, all of a sudden, they have, what, they had a Twitter account uh, uh, back in 19-whatever, uh, yeah. or, uh, or the year 19, uh, back in 20-whatever, yeah. uh, and all of a sudden, that comes up uh, in some... But that, just, that just tells you the type of place that we live in. Like, I'm still in awe that the president tweets. Like, you don't understand. Like, the president of the United States tweets people. Yeah. Uh He he will tweet you. Like, that's how... Do you see what type of world Uh we live in? Where the president of the... Like, I would never have thought any... I would never be able to think I'll be able to get that close to the president. That I can actually say something on Twitter that the president will reply to. Mm -hmm. Me. He shouldn't. Exactly. But why? <laughs> but he does. Or, or, or we just all shouldn't, like you said, take so many people's opinions that serious. Uh, with first caller through here, 780-451-8097. Uh, I'll clear the lines. Take the first caller through for four tickets to tomorrow night's show. 7 o'clock show Saturday. Oh, sorry. Saturday, not tomorrow. 
today's Thursday, right? Yes, today's Thursday. See, we had our, it's July 4th for you. We had Canada Day on July yeah, 1st. Yeah, I saw it when I was going to the airport. So it's, all throwing us, it's throwing us all off this week here. So we had Monday off. Saturday, 7 o'clock, four, table, uh, four tickets, uh, table for four for you. Uh, uh, Lawrence Killebrew, thanks for coming in. It's great meeting you. We've You've got one show tonight. Yes, two shows tomorrow, two shows Saturday, and one Sunday. I'm How looking you doing forward nice. to all of them. All right, uh, 780-451-8097 is number to call to win that table for four and right now. Okay, sounds good.